Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Well, I'm glad you're here this morning. Turn around and tell your neighbor, say, I'm glad you're here this morning. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I am so glad you're here. Excited to have you. Seeing new faces, just having a great blessing to have you worship with us this morning. If you're new here at Faith or New, if this is your first time with us, we're so glad you're here. And we're just excited God sent you today. If you're part of our online family, maybe for the first time as well, we're just excited to have you worship with us. Make sure you click that new here link if you would, or just if you're part of our online family, drop a comment, let us know where you're hanging out. But I would love for our church family to do this. Let all of our first time guests know you love them. Would you put your hands together? Tell them you love them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I'm glad you're here. Let's grab our Bibles and let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Um, if you've been here the last two weeks, your Bible made us automatically fold open to that. It made us open up. Uh, we've been hanging out here for the last two weeks. This will be the last uh, time for now. Um, always a great passage to study, but for the last time during this series, next Sunday we'll be uh, celebrating Christmas at 10 a.m. here, one service, one family service. So again, love to have you if you're in town. Come out, only about an hour. Um, and so again, we'll get you back home, get you back to family. But I hope you can make it. But Ephesians chapter 2, as you turn there, if you use the Version Bible app, um, you can actually use that right now as well. You can go to click on the app, click more than events, and you'll be able to follow along with me. But if you have this, it's in Ephesians chapter 2. If you have it, say, I have it. Amen. Our very first song today, we were singing about death to life. Come on, it's our testimony. And so this is our testimony passage this morning. And so again, if this is not your testimony yet, it can be. Amen. From death to life. And so it says this in verse 1 of chapter 2. And you, he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. Now, if that's your current story, I got some... Good news for you. All right? And if this is your old testimony, man, you should be celebrating what we're about to say right here. Because verse 4 says this, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. It's by grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. And verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Would you say that with me? Through 
faith. Ah, man. And not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, I mean, God has a plan for your life. Before you got here, he had a plan. And we're going to learn today that we walk by faith. And so, again, we're going to walk in them today. We're going to walk in his purposes and plan. But you join me in prayer. Father, we are just so, so honored, so blessed, so thankful that we can come together and we can worship you as a family. And we just thank you for what you're doing at Faith Renewed and in this house. And we just give you praise for it. And I just declare today, Lord, just I command and speak forth, Lord, that faith is going to arise in this room during this message. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tell you, tell your neighbor, say, hey, Christmas is one week away. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. Now this is your opportunity to say, what did you get me? Yeah, what'd you give me? Amen. No, don't tell them. You got to wait. You got to hold up. Uh, but one week away, looking forward to that day. It's going to be a good time. And again, get here. Be with us if you can. It's going to be a good time. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited about the new year. Anybody looking forward to 2023? Come on, amen. I am. I'm excited. I'm excited about how that's going to launch, what that's going to look like, kicking off with our 21 days of prayer and fasting, ending on January 22nd. Uh, we're going to have, again, if you have not heard yet, a live worship recording album right here in this room on January 22nd at that evening. And so, again, I hope you get here. It's going to be a good time. And so, again, I'm excited about what is coming. But I'm excited about what's right now. Bible says now faith is the substance. And so I want to talk about right now. And so today we're in a series called The Greatest Gift. We're in week three of that series today. And we looked at on week one, we looked at the gift of salvation. And uh, again, just straight from Ephesians, we learned that salvation is a gift from God. And so if you have not received the gift of salvation this morning, man, this is a gift that's here for you. God wants you to receive this gift. And so again, I love it. And I, I taught a couple of things in that week. I, I taught you that we need this gift. Come on, can I get a witness? Amen. We need this gift. Uh, we've made it optional, but it's not, and it should not be. Amen. We need the gift of salvation in our life. We also learned that, man, we want this gift. Like if once you have the gift of salvation, you want that. I, once I, I realize how good he is, I want more of him in my life. And I'm just, again, so thankful for that. Last week, we talked about what brings salvation, and we learned it was a gift of grace. And um, I can't, grace is an amazing thing. I taught you that, man, grace changes everything. Amen. It's a game changer. It's one of those things that will turn your life around, man. And we looked at the, the life of Paul, man, and saw how his life was transformed because of grace. And we also learned that grace can be received and it can also be shared. And so if there's an area, man, maybe someone that you need to show grace to, Maybe it's an area you need grace in your life. Whatever that looks like for you, man, if you miss that again, go get that. But today, we're going to kind of tie it all together, tie a bow on it since this is a gift of, this is the greatest gift. We're going to tie a bow on this thing and look at salvation and look at the connector that makes that possible. Again, the gift of salvation by grace, but the scripture said it's through faith. 
So I want to talk to you today about the gift of faith. Now, uh, when, I, when I'm speaking of this, I, I'm not just speaking in the sense of what we see in 1 Corinthians 12. It, it speaks in 1 Corinthians 12 that there are spiritual gifts. Now, again, not speaking about that first, you know, kind of specific thing today, but if you've been filled with the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit are available to you. Again, we've taught on that, did studies on that, but I want to talk today about our faith as a whole because our faith is critical. Amen. Our faith is so crucial. And, and today I believe this, our faith is being tested. Mm, you ain't got a witness right now, but and saying, get behind me. But it's true. Our faith is being tested, but it is, I want you to see this today that we have this thing called faith and it's possible because God gives a gift of that. Now, for me, I kind of looked at that different, I feel like, for a long time. I looked at kind of like this whole grace thing was a gift, but kind of like the faith thing, that's all on me. Now, I, if God says things like without faith, it's impossible to please him, he's not going to put that on you, I promise Mm, amen. Now, but he does something. Now, he does this. Now, he gives us what we see. And again, it's so important that we understand this. Our faith is our belief system. Now, again, if, if the enemy can get you to believe something, man, he's got you. Amen. And it's where he attacks. He attacks in the mind. He gets you to think a certain way. We've learned on spiritual warfare, and I've taught in that area, that the battlefield is in the mind so often. And if he gets you to believe a certain thing, come on, then he can get you where he wants you. So again, we have to think a different way. But this is all a battle for your faith. It's a battle for what you believe in your belief system. Now, again, he said it's impossible to please him. So I think this, he makes it possible for us to please him. And it's something that he uses called faith. And so he does this with us. He gives that to us. So the first thing this morning, I want you to see that faith is a gift. Amen. Faith is a gift. So like, don't do this. Don't let the enemy put stuff in your mind if you're struggling with something. And this is how it works. Like today, if you get victory in this thing, you, you figure this one out. You listen and take good notes like, and really get this in your heart. You're going to rob the enemy of a way he's going to work in your life because this is what happens. When he comes against you, he'll say things, well, you can't have that. You can't experience that. And this is what happens. If he gets you to believe it, it's over. But what do we do? How do we fight that? We fight it with faith. Now, this is what's cool. He actually says, again, this is something that he gives us. Now, we know this. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 shows us, again, that we have everything that comes from him and everything that we have is a gift. For he, it says it this way in the New King James, for who makes you different from one another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Now, th that's saying, uh, one translation says, everything you have is a gift from God. Amen. And I'm just, man, when we see that, man, it shifts our thinking, our focus. And so that's what I want us to see. First of all, before we go any deeper, you have to get this, that today faith is a gift. Now, I believe this. I believe faith is a gift to all. Amen. I believe faith is a gift to all. Now, faith is not one of those things that God said, I'm going to give it to him, but not her. 
I'm going to give it to that one, but not this one. I'm not going to get. Now, they're actually, now this is, this is tragic, I believe, because again, when I see scripture, I don't see my God working this way. There are actually people that teach, and again, they believe the gospel, that, that what Christ did, and that he resurrected from the grave, he ascended to heaven, he's going to come again. But they believe he only did that for certain people. They, they actually believe, they teach, and there again, a lot of churches are actually teaching and saying things like, wait a minute, that one God chose, but that one he did not. My Bible says that Christ got on a cross and he gave his life for all, that for whosoever, who will ever call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. And so this is what he does. He gives a gift of faith to the whole world. But not everybody opens the gift. Now, this is, again, what we see a gift of faith that's released. Now, we actually see, when you look at Scripture, Romans 1 will teach us, and that's an important book in the Bible, an important chapter in that book. Romans 1 will teach us and show us that God uses creation, he uses our very conscience, and he uses the work of Christ to reveal the truth and to give faith to people. But this is what happens, the Bible says in Romans 1. He says that people will take and exchange that truth for a lie. And so again, they begin to worship the creation rather than the creator. And so again, they begin to go a different direction. So now this is what happens. The gift of faith that God gives, they exchange that for the lie of the enemy. Now that again, God has made it available to us, but are we going to walk in the gift? Now, again, faith is important. I want you to know this again. Faith's not something you feel. Now, you can feel it, and it's a great feeling. But it's more than a feeling, and, and it is so much. That's why I'm not on the praise team, and I'm preaching right now. Amen. But there, there, it is so much more than that. Because here's the truth. There's times you may not feel saved, but you can have faith to believe. There's been times, maybe I don't feel like this is going to happen, but man, I can believe for this by something the scripture describes as faith. And it's not a feeling. Bible says it's actually a substance. That faith is, again, not just a way of a thinking even, but it is actually a substance. When you study Hebrews, when it says that faith is a substance of things hoped for, that word substance actually means this. It is a firm foundation. That means there's something that we can stand upon, that when things may be shaking around us, when things may be shifting in other directions, we can still be standing on something firm that will not fall, and it's called faith. Faith. And now this is what's cool about it. He is a, it is a gift that he gives to us now, but this is the truth. Faith can grow. Now you can't grow more grace. Hey Amen. Now again, we, we can try to work that thing some and, you know, and use it and hope for, we wear, it on, wear on it a little bit in our minds, but man, listen, you can't, you can't grow more grace, but the Bible says our faith can grow. So it actually, again, God, in Romans 3, he says he gives each man, he deals to each person the measure of faith. So you've been given the faith. Now, what are you going to do with what God's given you? And so, again, he says we can do this with it. We can take it and we can develop it. We can grow it. When, when he says things in Scripture a lot to people when they were doubting, he says, man, oh, you have little faith. So there are levels and degree of faith, and that is not determined by God. 
That's determined by us. Oh, some of y'all looking at me strange right now. Because, hold on, this has something to do, again, by what we do now. Now, this is where we have a part to play because this is what we see. We come to the place, and as we were singing the Waymaker, I'm not going to sing it. Uh, y'all heard me sing. But I, the, when we were talking and singing about, man, he's working when we don't see it. Now, the great poet, J- Judy the Elf from the Santa Claus, uh, she, she said this. She says, seeing isn't believing Believing is seeing. So again, we have to believe when we're not seeing it happen. We have something called faith. And this is what I love about this. This is something that God gives us and he gives it to us in such a beautiful way. He takes the pressure off of us. This is how it works. He says in in Romans, again, man, what a good book. Romans chapter 10 Verses 14 through 17. This is how faith comes. How do we get this thing? If it's a gift, Pastor, how do I get it? Now, how do I have this in my life? He says it this way. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? All right? Oh, man. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Now, again, that preacher that is in that passage, it's not talking about me. It's talking about us. <laughs> yeah, come on. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, it's not talking about me. It's talking about us. You know you have congregations that I'll never preach to? Come on. You have congregations that I'll never preach to. And what are you declaring to the congregations that God has put in your life? Amen. What are you saying to them? You're going to have a captive audience Christmas around the table. Amen. And are you going to take opportunity to be an example and preach the good news? And what are you going to say? Now, this is verse 15. How shall they preach unless they are sent? So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm letting you know you have been sent by God to the congregation that God has appointed to you to preach to and to teach and to show that grace. Now, again, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. Better than a manicure, man, right there. You get pretty feet by sharing the gospel, amen, the good news, who brings glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. Now, for Isaiah prophesied, he said it this way, Lord, who has believed our report? And this is it. This is what it hinges on. Verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes to you by hearing and hearing the word of God. Like, and you, you can tell a difference by what you hear and what you listen to most often. I'm t- Somehow, you, you can tell a huge difference in your life by what you're hearing. Uh, we, we, it's pretty cool. I've been seeing some of you like, are like you, you like above exceeding, you know, excel in your reading plan and your one year Bible plan. I saw where some of you have completed it already, and it's only what December was. 18, and I'm like, man, y'all teacher's pad. Amen. You're trying to get on God's good side, reading this thing in advance. But no, that's incredible. 
But I have watched those who have been participating in this thing, the faith rise up in their life. One of those was sharing a, a, a testimony of me, with me this week about what God did in their life. And I look back and I believe this, the faith of God was rising up in them. And so this is what happens. By what we hear and what we listen to, we'll determine by what we receive in our life. Now, this is what he says here. He says, now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Now, today, this is what happens. I don't know if you see this happening on Sunday in the spirit, but this is what's happening. When I'm up here preaching the word of God to you or you open it up at home, what you are doing is receiving a big gift. Oh, miss, why well, I use so much Bible and messages because, again, that's what's going to build your faith, not my opinion. Not what I'm thinking, not how I'm feeling, but what his word says about us. And so again, when we see this, faith rises in our hearts. And so again, this is what he says. Faith comes to us by hearing this word. And some of us this morning, man, you need the faith of God. Your faith's struggling. And God sent me here to do this today, to build your faith, to give you a gift this morning. And it's called faith. Now, this is what it looks like. And again, this is those things. So we take the word serious, but he said, this faith is a gift. Now, this gift that he gives us, secondly, we see this, that we have to use that. We have to use faith. That is one of the things that we have to use. Now, we take this, again, can't get more grace. Can't, can't do, I mean, again, it's just a gift given to us. But when he gives us faith, this is one of those things that we can grow in, we can strengthen when our, when our faith is wavering and, getting, and, and being tested. We can go back to his word. We can go to prayer. We can go to a place with him, spend time with him, and that builds our faith. And so this is what he says. This, again, this substance that we have in 2 Corinthians 5, he says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So again, this is what we do. I'm not walking by what I see. Some of the things I'm looking at in our world today, I don't like. Hey Amen. Some of the things I look at in my life, I don't like. Some of those situations we may find ourselves in, but I can do this. I can walk by faith, and that's not blind faith. I mean, people refer to it, man, you have blind faith. No, I ain't walking blind. I have, I'm walking by sight. I'm seeing this thing. Now, this is what we know there. When we have this gift called faith, we have to use it. When God, when Jesus speaks to them and says things like, you have little faith, he didn't say they don't have it. When you study, that means that it's underdeveloped. It has not been used enough. And so what are you believing God for this morning? What are you using? Now, this is what I want to see. I want to make sure we get this. Have you ever opened them? It's a week away. And if you get one of these gifts um, that, again, that you can't actually use, uh, you know, again, those are cool. Those are good things. I, you know, but again, but if somebody gives you a gift and you open it up and you take that gift and it's not something you can use to like kill animals with or go fishing with. And if it's not things like you can use, um, but, but if you have a gift and it's just one of those things like you just put on display, you know what you should do? You should set that right in there on display and make that so pretty. Oh man, use that. And again, but the faith gift is not a figurine. It's not a decoration piece. It's not something that we set on display. It's something that we use. Hey Amen. And I don't know if you ever got a piece of like maybe an exercise equipment for a gift. <laughs> or maybe you um, 
purchased a um, maybe a gym membership uh, somewhere, and uh, and then like and you used that gift and you went at it, man. I remember when we were younger, my buddy he had a Bowflex. If y'all don't know about no Bowflex, bro, we had a Bowflex. I used to go over his house and we hit the Bowflex and we would just you know pose it and get swole. You know, I remember, man, it was awesome. But but this is what happens with equipment a lot of times. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You get it. It's on display. You get it and you use that thing for a little while. And it becomes a clothes rack. It becomes a decorating piece. Uh, it becomes something where you hang stuff, put stuff, and then before long, you don't even know you have one. It's so covered up with stuff. It's somewhere underneath there. And that's what's happened with a lot of people's faith. It's become so covered and so cluttered and by so many cares of this world and so many things. But somewhere up underneath there, there's a gift called faith. And we have to use that faith. We have to exercise and use it and work that thing. And the Bible describes faith like this, like a shield. That's how it's described. When we did this teachings and studies on, on uh, the spiritual armor, we see that faith is a shield. And so this is something that we take hold of. And again, I, I believe this, man. I believe that God has given the church something called faith that he's using to shape world history with. And if we would use that, if we would take that and put that in action, we'll change things. Amen? I'm telling you, I believe that when we do this. Now, this is how he describes it. Now, this is what Jesus said about this. In Matthew chapter 21, if you have, you can turn there with me. It's on your notes. In Matthew chapter 21, Jesus being awesome. In verses 21 and 22, he's, he's again, he's having a conversation, just withered fig tree. All, it just cool story what Jesus does. But then in verse 21, so Jesus answered and said to them. Now, again, this is what he's saying to them. Surely I say to you. I want that to set for a second. The faith that we have available to us, the faith that even God, we see him working and walking in, he gives an authority now to the church. He gives that to his people. And he says this, he says, Surely I say to you, if you have faith, now you know why the enemy is after yours. Does it make sense now? Does it make sense of why yours is being tested? It feels like it's being pulled on and you have, have so little of that right now. But listen, why? if you have faith, and, and this, again, he's letting them know. Again, he's not going to ask something of them that he is not going to make available to them. If you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only, only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. Now, again, this word believe, again, it's another Greek word, root word for the word faith. They all kind of work interchangeably. So, again, he's saying don't just pray. Believe what you're praying. 
Don't come in here on 21 days of prayer and just say a bunch of stuff. I want you to believe the revival is going to take place. I want you to believe that we're going to see miracles. I want you to believe we're going to see signs and wonders. That we're going to see our lost family members come to Christ. That we're going to see people who seem so far from God fall in love with the same Jesus who loves us. That's what I want you to believe. For. I want you to believe that bodies are going to be healed. I don't want to just pray that stuff. I want to believe for that. And he says this, he says, I want you to believe this. And when you believe this, you'll receive it. Now, there's a great teaching. I'm gonna, I want to teach this quickly. These few verses of what Jesus says here that we've got to get. Our worship team, you guys can start easing up here, man. I'm going to let y'all ease in on this thing as I talk about this. Number one is like he says to have faith. Now, again, if faith is this, if faith is a substance something we can stand upon, a firm foundation. Faith is that. If, if faith for us is a shield, again, not just a thinking, but an actual thing that we can have in our life, this is what he says. I want you to have faith. Now, I'm not going to tell you all the great words. You can read these. They're very hard to pronounce. All right, you can look at these sometime. But I want to talk about the meaning of a few words in these two verses. He said to do this. He said to have faith. The word have there means to do this, to hold up and direct towards. So that's not me going, yeah, I believe. That's me saying, I'm ready. Bring it. It's not me thinking a certain way, just saying, yeah, I'm going to think different. I'm going to hold this up, and I'm going to direct it towards some things. There's a, I, I know a lot of you personally in this room. I know, I know a lot of you go through some very difficult situations. I, I know a lot of those. And I, I want to see this happen in your life. I want to see you take the gift that God has given you and made available. I want to see it unwrapped. I want to see it opened. I want to see it held in your hand. And I want to see it directed toward the thing that's coming against you. Because he says to do this. He says we take this. Again, don't just have it. Don't just say, I got faith. I'm holding this and I'm directing it towards. He said to do this as you hold that there. Again, you're going to see in a minute why we need each other, why it's so important that we work together. That shield of faith, if you remember me, when we taught on this, those shields that they would use, and again, wasn't some little small little round thing, Captain America style. This was a big, massive shield that they would take and they would interlock together. And when those fiery darts and the things would come against them, they were locking shields together. And man, the enemy was throwing everything that they had against them. But they were going, bro, I'm good, you could. He said to have faith. He said to do it like this. As you have that faith, and this is where it can get tricky. This is, again, we need him, and it's all a gift, but we have to use this. He said to this. He says, do not doubt. Now, again, this is the spiritual warfare. This is the battle. This is where a lot of folks will struggle. And, again, he, he has, I promise you, he has grace for this. He has what you need. 
The word doubt means to do this, to have a conflict within oneself. If you study James, he says, man, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So that means this, that firm foundation called faith that we can stand upon that will not shift and will not shake or fall. When we are in the middle of the situation, when we allow doubt to come in, he says it this way, that it's causing a conflict within oneself. And you ever felt like that, man? You ever felt like, man, you've been tossed all over the place? It's your faith being tested. That's doubt rising up within you. And man, we got to crucify that stuff. We got to kill that stuff. We take authority over that. We, we do this. We put on the mind of Christ and we let faith arise in our life. And he said it like this. He said, to not let doubt come in. So the conflict within oneself. When you know that like you're like, man, God is wanting to do this. But some are like, I wonder if he will. It's a conflict. I declare faith in this room. Let it arise, God. Yeah, let faith arise. And don't doubt. We're going to see. I'm telling you. And it's cool when you can already see it. When you see it before it gets here, it's called faith. But he wants you to see it first in faith. And he says like this, he said, man, if you have that shield of faith, you raise that faith up, you hold that up. Don't allow the conflict. And they're always, it's just wild, man. There always will be one if you let it. Don't let the conflict come in. And he said to do this. Now, this is, this is, this is awesome. Again, this is where you have to understand your authority as a believer, as again, as Christ was saying, as Jesus was getting up in front of his disciples, just, just did miraculous things. He is speaking to them now. He said, all right, now when you have faith. And he said to do this. He said, say to the mountain, be removed. I can speak to your mountain. But way more things happen when you speak to it. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's what, and that's what, again, that's to get you to understand your authority as a believer. You, you as a father of Christ, you as a son or daughter. It is powerful when you speak it. And this is what he says here. This, again, to say to it. And this is not like, again, this is no longer talking to God. I want that to set for a second. Now, again, we're supposed to pray to him. We need to do it more. I do. You might be all good. I need to pray to him more. But there are times when you're not talking to him. You're talking to that thing that's in your way. And he said to do this. He said to say to it. Again, you got to go to the Greek. Because if, if we just look in our English language, we like, all right, mountain. Mr. Mountain, that's not what he's saying. Man, I wish I knew all the Greek. I'd be just, man, I wish I knew all the Greek. Because this is what he's saying right here. He's saying, command it. <laughs> Speak to it. 
And, and it's just as wild. I've done this. Like, God, move my mountain. He said, you move it. God, do it. You do it. What is that? It's called faith. And that too is a gift. But it's a gift that we must use. And so when we speak to this thing, again, we're not begging it. Jesus never begged a mountain to move. He never begged a, a, a fig tree to wither. Man, he spoke to these things. And this is what he wants us to walk. And again, it's just a gift given to us. It's called faith. And as you stand in this room with me, I want to ask you to do this this morning. As you stand, would you just take a moment and just, just close your eyes? I just feel faith rising in this place right now. I feel the Spirit of God here. Thank you, Father. As faith is just arising in this room right now, I want you to stand with that. And there's a lot of folks, man. They, we had a, a room, room full at 9 a.m. And I believe many God was speaking to online. And I believe it's the same right now for 11 a.m. There's a lot of folks whose faith is being tested. It's being tried. You're, there's a mountain in the way. There's a situation that you're facing right now. And this is the truth. We all have faith in something or someone. We all have it. And today I want to ask you, where's yours? Where have you placed it? Where have you placed the gift of faith that he's given to you? He's saying, put it in me. Use it. Raise it up. Stand with that. And this is how I want to, I want to just again, just pray right now. Just if you would, just close your eyes with me. I want to ask you this question. This is a personal question between you and God. First of all, listen, have you placed your faith in Christ? Saving grace, saving faith. Have you allowed the salvation that Jesus provided and wants you to have? Have you received that gift? Have you received that gift? First of all, if you have not placed faith in Christ, you don't, you're not a, a believer in Christ. You haven't put your hope in him this morning. The salvation gift is the greatest gift we'll ever receive, ever have. And today, if you need him, I want to just say this today. Open the gift. He's here. He's here. His heads about eyes are closed. I want to ask this question first of all. Like, and just thank you for being honest. If you would, just say, I, I need salvation in my life. I need Christ in my life. If that's you, just right where you're standing, lift your hand up high. Whether you're a first-time guest, whether you're a faithful person, God bless you. Yeah, raise it up. Yes, God bless you. Raise it up. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you can place that back down. Yeah, you can play, but right there where you're staying, I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you right there. I want to, I want to start you on a journey with Jesus. That it is again such a beautiful gift today. It's called salvation. The Bible says that whoever calls upon Him will be saved. Whoever confesses and believes in their heart the work that Christ has done for them, and He gave His life, and He died on the cross, and He resurrected, He ascended, and He's coming again. Sid will be saved. And so right there where you're at today, just I want you just to pray something, just something like this. Just say, God, I come to you. I realize I need your salvation. And I thank you for Jesus. And I believe that he did those things for me. I want to put my faith in him, my belief in him, my trust in him, all my hope in him. God, I give you my life. Thank you for giving me yours. Just fill me with your spirit. 
And I give you my whole heart. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Man, I just want to say God is so good. And I want you to know this today. If, you've, if you prayed that prayer, if you surrendered your life today, it was a gift to you. There's nothing you could have done to earn that, deserve that. It was a simple gift because he loves you. And as we read in that opening passage, he's taken you from death to life. Your trespasses and sins have been removed, and you have life in him. Oh, man, and we celebrate that right now. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to ask this question this morning. Today, like if your faith is being tested right now, like you're in a, you're in a faith test there's one of those things, maybe you feel like there's a mountain in the way. There's a situation that's going on in your life. There's, you, you just need, you need the faith of God to rise up in your heart right now. I'm going to ask you to do this as well. Would you just lift up your hand right now? Just as high if you get, if your face being tested, multiple hands. Yeah, I believe there should be so many more for honest right now. Just raise it up. If you're just like, man, my face being tested, I need, I need God's faith right now. I need that gift in my life right now. Yeah, thank you. I want to do this how I did it at 9 a.m. We open up the altar to pray for one another because this is what we want to do. We want to lock shields with you. We want to connect our faith with yours. We want to, we want to, we want to get with you, pray with you as you speak to mountains, as you pray and as you talk. We want to join our faith with you right now. So our worship team, before they sing, we don't want to, I don't want to wait on them to sing. I want you to release your faith right now. I want you to use what God's given you. Faith has come to you this morning by his word. And I want to see you use that this morning by simply doing this. If you've lifted up your hand or if your face being tested, you need the faith of God in your life, whatever that may be, would you just step out and begin to come? And as you come, I just want you just to find your place and you can stand, you can kneel, you can sit however you feel most comfortable. But yeah, as they come right now, and as our worship team gets ready to minister right now. This is what I want to see us do. As folks are coming again, you can stand, you can kneel, sit, however you feel most comfortable. Yeah, come. If your face being tested right now, you need the faith of God in your life. Operation. Yeah, God bless you. Come. Yeah, who else? Just come. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is what I want us to do. I want us as, as, the, as God's people to lock shields with these who are here. So would we, can we just connect with every person who's here? And if you need to join them, if you need to do that, well, you can find you a place and just get with God right now and just spend these moments in prayer and worship right now with the Lord. Yeah, God bless you. Come on, your faith's been tested. You need, the, you need the work of faith in your life, grace of God being poured out. And as a worship team ministers in song right now, God, we declare faith that arise in this place. Some of you need to believe again for something you've started doubting. Come on, some of you need to start believing again for something that doubt has worked its way into. That you, and I want you to see it. I want you to see it with the eyes of faith this morning. God at work. Faith arising. Yeah. And Lord, we just thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for that gift today. May it be released in this place. May it be released in those at home right now. If you're watching at home, click the Next Steps link. You'll find a place where you can share your, your place of need, where we can pray for you. So click that Next Steps link. Don't miss that. Just right now, click that Next Steps. Let us know or drop a comment or message us. We want to pray with you. Yeah. I believe God's going to make a way. The miracle working God. The way maker is going to make a way in your situation. Yeah, let him work today in you. Jesus. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.